0: Hi friends. Welcome to Slideo Gloria. I'm your host and your friend Gracie Woody and today I have a special guest with me. This is Brianna Hernandez. Hi guys. <laughs> And Bri is here today to just tell us her story, and we're going to talk a little bit about identity, belonging, and whatever the Spirit leads us to talk about, Um, because we've recently been talking about identity, and last week we talked about the book of Hosea and how we are able to put our identity into action. And so I think, Brianna, like, your story is just, especially recently, like, within college, there's a lot of grace for the body of Christ and also just like your sense of belonging finding yourself in the body of Christ and your um active part as the body of Christ the things you're gifted with um but first off I just want to know like what was your POV of us becoming friends like how did we become friends
1: Okay so basically how I met Gracie was in the spring semester of college and this was kind of like We can kind of like jump into this like later on, but I was Mm -hmm. kind of like in like a time in my life where I was, you know, low key depressed. I didn't feel really comfortable like talking in situations, and I always felt like super awkward talking to people. Mm -hmm. And I met her at this one like um, thing that we called freshman challenge last at the BCM, and I literally was getting some. I think it was yogurt or something. (laughs) Something I was getting like candy because I was like really hungry and I really love candy. And then all of a sudden, I, like, I forgot how it goes. But I think, you, I was just like, hey, like, like, hey, what's up? And then you were like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And then we started talking about, like, sorority stuff. And she was like, oh, like, are you in a sorority? And I go, yeah, like, I'm in G5. She goes, oh, I'm G, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do recruitment. Yeah. Obviously, we know how that goes. Yes. Like, we know that she doesn't, she's not in a sorority anymore. No. Or, but that's okay. Spirit lives. Spirit guides. Okay, yes. anyway. um. But then we ended up just like talking for like a whole hour, mm-hmm. and like I have a hard time talking to people, so like she like from my perspective, like she was one of the first people that I felt like comfortable like being myself, and we just talked about like all the random stuff like yeah so cheer,
0: random yeah
1: sorority stuff I don't even know what else but like just random stuff yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's my point of view. Yeah, that's so funny. That's that's really how it was. Like, I feel like we were both involved with the Crossover, and, like, you knew who my roommate was, like, at the time. I feel like y'all had kind of known each other, and then, like, BCM, and I feel like we never really, like, had an established conversation, so that was kind of, like, the first yeah. one. Wait, but there was, was your back? fact f- that it was, like, the first one was so crazy.
1: Who was your roommate? Gracelyn. Bracelet, yes. i yes. oh, yes. well, sorry. My memory's really
0: no, bad. No. I, yes, yeah. I knew her. And so we all were, like, involved with this ministry stuff. And the fact that, like, we hadn't had, like, a really good conversation. And then that was, like, the first one. I was like, dang. Yes. She was so easy to talk to. Yeah. Like, we were just so comfortable with yeah, each we were other. Vibing. <laughs> we were vibing. Just in the corner of, like, eating. the VCM, yeah. Eating sweets. Um, But I also just... So that people can kind of know like your story with Christ, what's like kind of your overview of your testimony? Because it is crazy, but like it's so cool to see God's grace through it all.
1: Yeah. So it's I'll do short <laughs> the short story. The short story. The short story. Basically, it's like I've always been like you know the person who like believed that there was God, but never like actively like was walking in faith. If that makes sense. So. Just all through, like, middle school, high school, um, like, my mom brought us to church when we were younger, but then we stopped going because Mm -hmm. my brother, who was, like, older than me, Mm -hmm. like, he stopped wanting to go to church because, like, he was being bullied by and, like, judged by the church, so he wanted to stop going, and because I, like, idolized him and looked up to him, I wanted to stop, and this was, like, in elementary school. Yeah. So I kind of, like, never really prayed beyond that, maybe, like, a few times, and then my friends would take me to, like, Bible studies. I would go to church camp but then it was kind of like that like church camp pie and then obviously like I'd be like okay yeah I believe in God like he's good I love the verses that they're giving to me love the messages Mm -hmm. but like beyond that I would just kind of use my life the way do my life the way that I wanted to do it Mm um I ended up like got really into like I was just really mad insecure and that kind of led like towards high school it kind of led to a lot of like mental health issues it caused me to become like extremely depressed and and anxious that it would be so like it would be a physical anxiety as well as like a mental like overthinking yeah and then it got to a point where like when COVID hit like I just started to feel numb to a lot of things and like really questioning like what am I doing here especially when COVID hit it's like literally every, like, your whole life, all the things that the world has been doing, like, grinding in school, grinding in work, like, that grind time mentality, like, it was done. Yeah. And it was, like, oh, like, we're literally here, like, we're just existing now. Like, that's all we're doing, like, existing, going on walks. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that led to a lot of, like, questioning my life, just, like, my existence, which sounds so silly, because I'm literally just in high school. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was, like, I was like literally what's the purpose of me being here and it just got really like dark it was a very dark place in my life and I like my routine was just you know hanging out with my boyfriend at the time if he wanted to hang out with me yeah being at home scrolling on TikTok and then going to work when work started coming back up again and it was just like this constant cycle of like text boyfriend scroll on TikTok go to work sleep wake up start over and it was just like this cycle and it was like literally what is this yeah and then that just fed into my like my depressive state even more and my anxiety even more and I was like why am I feeling this way like I feel worthless and then all of a sudden I'm scrolling on TikTok and I see this like little like quote And it's a Bible verse. Yeah. And it's, like, something along the lines of, like, God is always with you or something. And so, like, I liked it. And then, like, I scrolled. But then the algorithm, obviously, like, God, he kept them going. Yeah. And I would just, like, constantly, like, be, like, more Christian stuff would constantly be on my For You page. So then I was, like, this is, like, interesting. Like, what is this? Like, and it would be, like, your life doesn't stop here. Or it would be, like, little, and then it would be, like, a Bible verse that goes along with it. And then it started to become, like, people teaching Like, the gospel, like, through TikTok and all that stuff. And then I became really intrigued because it was, like, I was hearing people talk about how, like, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And, like, how he
0: can Mm -hmm.
1: restore and heal all things if you allow him to. And I was, like, okay, like, period. Like, I'm feeling numb. I'm feeling depressed. I feel worthless. Like, give me purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, Give me life. Mm -hmm. Give me joy. Because I'm, like, in a point where I literally need this right now. And I talk about it casually. But just if you struggle with depression or any mental health, you know, like, that feeling of just, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, how would you describe it? Like, emptiness or just, like... Like a void. Like a void. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And then, basically, I just became more curious, and my curiosity kind of just led me into, like, purchasing my own Bible and then reading and praying more. And the more that I read and the more that I prayed like God was revealing I say this all the time like God answers your prayers you just have to look back and reflect Mm. it's like I would be praying constantly for specific things and there would just be specific stuff that he would answer and every single time that like I pulled close to like reading my bible or praying it was like this unexplainable and it's still unexplainable to me like peace that would like surround me and it would only be in the moments that I sought out the Lord or sought out like prayer or sought out you know, just worshipping, or, and they were, like, in times where, like, it wasn't a church building, like, it wasn't in the church at all, it wasn't, it was in my room alone, right, and so I, I just leaned into that so much that, like, I was, like, there's no way that, like, people can claim that he isn't real, but this, this unexplainable, like, experience that I'm, like, going through myself, where no one's around, like, this is my testimony, like, this is only something that I've experienced,
0: yeah,
1: and I know he's real because he is the one, like, Every single, I don't know how to explain it. Like I was just always peace all the time when I yeah. was when I was doing those things. And yeah. It, it just led me to like believe and fall into that. Right. If that makes sense. So that's how I kinda like knew Christ. And that was like yeah. towards my senior year of yeah. high school. It was just like that. Yeah. And ever since then I've been trying to walk with him.
0: Right. But, yeah. So before you were like a Christian and stuff like that, like in the in the world, how did you find, like, you said you talked to, like, your boyfriend all the time. Like, how did, is that what gave you, like, your sense of belonging and identity? Or, like, how did you belong in a worldly sense?
1: So, before, like, COVID hit, mm-hmm. and, yeah, before COVID hit, obviously I wasn't a follower of Christ. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, <laughs> no. I enough. was not a follower of Christ. And, like, with, like, what Gracie was talking about, like, in her last few podcasts, was talking about, like, identity, and you find your identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. But... If you're like me and don't know who Jesus is or don't find your identity in in Christ, you find it somewhere else.
0: And yeah. I would always
1: find it through like people. Or the things that people would say about me, like I valued highly. Yeah. And right now it's different because it's like now I'm like, whatever God says about me, like I find true, and that's where I find my identity. But before that, like It was all about people. Yeah. It was, like, in middle school, like, I remember I would have friends that would, like, I would have friends who would talk to a lot of guys. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like having, like, boyfriends and stuff is, like, very idolized, Mm -hmm. which obviously, like... It is, and I fall into it all the time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guilty of it. <laughs> but like in middle school, it's just crazy because it's like, I cared so much about what guys thought of me because all my friends were getting guys like attention. Yeah. And so I would constantly be comparing myself with the way that I looked, and I would question my personality because I would be like, I'm so awkward, like. These guys aren't talking to me, like, or even like if it's not guys, it's like friend group and like popularity. Yeah. And it's like, why don't I have? Why am I not surrounded by like a bunch of like popular friends or like, why, why don't I have like a lot of friends or something? But like, I was well known, but no one really like. At the end of the day, I went home after school and I like hung out with my parents and like two or three people from my school, and that was kind of it. So yeah. I constantly like be questioning like, is it me? Like, am I the issue? Like, is it my personality? Like, is it because I am weird? Or the way that I dress? Is it the way that, like, I look? Because, like, I don't look like these other girls. Like, I'm very small and petite. Yeah. Like, I don't look as, like, curvy or, like, curvy or, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's, like, my acne or something like that. It, It was just so weird. And then, like, throughout high school in, like, my freshman year, like, that same, like, insecurity that would come, like, from that, like, I was also, I, in high school, I was in cheer, so it's, like, not only was I comparing my personality for, like, friends, when I was in cheer, there was, like, mirrors all over, like, the gym, yes. because it's, like, you want to see, like, if you're tumbling, or, like, your jumps look good, or, like, something, or your motions look good, but it's, like, I wouldn't use the mirror for that productive way, I Mm -hmm. would use it to compare myself with the senior girls, or the juniors. And I was a little baby freshman. Yeah. Like their bodies to mine. Yeah. And, like, I thought I, like, glorified them, too. And I wanted them to like me, too. Because it's, like, I don't want to be that annoying freshman either. And these, like, sound like little things. But those little things, like, pile up. Yeah. Because it consumed my whole entire mental. Like, it, those th- that sounds so little. It's, like, oh, you care what people think about you. But, no, that consumed my mental. Yeah. It was, like, every single time I would go to practice, like, I have to, like, be a quiet freshman like not like speak a certain way or not talk a certain way or like you know I have to know my place as a freshman or when I grew up like into like into other grades it would also be like well now I have now I'm older now I have to fit and be like a role model to- towards these girls or yeah. like, something it would just have to constantly like I felt like I constantly had to be like pleasing someone in mm-hmm. a se- certain different way and my like just being who I am like messy disorganized person like wasn't good enough or just my body or just existing that my body wasn't good enough for guys and when I got into a high school relationship like I constantly like put like whatever he would say about me and like my appearance it mattered yeah because it's like because it's like who else is telling me I'm pretty no one else except for this one guy and when he wouldn't or because like you know like he doesn't have to right like I would feel so empty or like devalued if Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah and when and especially because I was like constantly in this people-pleasing moment it's like Mm -hmm. I wanted to constantly please him like in my body but then also my personality making sure that I'm not like The hypocritical girlfriend. Yeah. Making sure I'm not the... Like, obviously, don't be hypocritical. Yeah. But, (laughs) like, making sure that I'm, like, always being perfect. Like, the perfect girlfriend. Mm, Yeah. Like, am I giving him enough stuff? Like, am I showing him enough love? Am I saying the right things? Am I doing the right things for him? Like, am I being the most perfect girlfriend ever? That, like, I am the best. That, like, he will love me because I do all of these things for him. Or he loves me because, like, Mm. I show him this affection in this certain way. And then, I am a, like, I'm a person who, like, loves people so deeply that, like, I wanted, I wanted his love so bad that, like, I gave him everything of myself, and I feel like, this is where I'm going to talk about, like, sexual immorality, like, yeah. I did, like, have sex with him, Yeah, and that's, like, oh, it's so cringy, like, what? <laughs> But it's, like, something that just does happen because, like, the world, like, doesn't, there's, like, no, the church doesn't define it sometimes, and then because I wasn't really a follower, it's just, like, everyone was doing it, so it's, like, oh, you're dating for two years, like, you can.
0: Why haven't you had sex? Like, You're weird if you haven't. Exactly,
1: like, you haven't done this with the guy? You haven't kissed a guy? Yeah. You haven't given him what? Yeah. Yeah, you're weird. And so, because I was constantly people-pleasing, it just felt, like, this pressure to do so. hmm And also, like, not only that pressure from, like, society, but also, like, it was obviously consensual, like, obviously, like, I allowed it to happen, but I didn't realize that when I were to give myself to him, it's, like, I'm becoming one with him. Yeah. And, like, now we're, like, tied spiritually together. Right. And now it's, like, I've given him all of myself. And that, like, having sex is, like, a very, very physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual ride. Yeah. Like, you, it's your most vulnerable state. Mm -hmm. And so, that was kind of, like, my last thing that I could give to someone. And I gave it to him, obviously in a consensual way. But, like, it was, like, that worsened it because he wasn't, It wasn't a, like, stable source of where my value and worth
0: should come from. Right, yeah.
1: If that makes sense. Because it's like, if I didn't want to one day, it would be, I would feel, like, internally I would feel this pressure of, like, oh, well, you're a bad girlfriend now. Yeah. Like, you're not doing, like, the right thing. Like, you're, like, you're weird. Or, like, I'd be even more self-conscious about my body because it's, like, now I'm exposed everywhere. It's, like, he sees everything and then now I'm, like really checking out my body which led to an eating disorder and then right when you're not eating enough or you're not taking care of your body like your anxiety which I had already worsens mm-hmm. and it's like because your hormones go go on whack and it's like just all of these things start to pile up and that's what led me into like a big depression and like feeling like everything was worthless in life because it was like people's opinions or people's like values or what they sought or they thought as beautiful or pretty, like, those standards constantly changed. Yeah. Like, in circumstances, but then also just from group to group to group, that it's, like, you can never... I could never amount to to what people wanted from me. Yeah. Ever.
0: Yeah. So, like, going through that, though, I feel like it's really easy to create, like... So whenever you have certain thoughts, like, certain thought patterns, you can actually create, like, neural... Like, physical neural pathways in your brain, which is, like really crazy but I just read that about like a habits like book and stuff by Craig Rochelle um but you actually make like neural pathways and so having gone through that like yes Jesus changes you and transforms you and like he was able to redeem that past but like how as a Christian were you able to finally feel like you belonged because you like were hurt by like a ministry or like you went through things with the ministry so kind of just talk about how like you were able to come out of this season of like isolation and then like you know belong in the body of Christ because I think people assume when you accept Jesus everything is supposed to be perfect and like you have a Christian community that loves you and like everything you're never going to struggle with like sexual temptations or any sins you're never going to have anxiety like just kind of talk about that like life so you went through that found Jesus but you didn't like understand the establishment of yourself, like, belonging to Christ, and just kind of how that trickled down to the rest of your life in college and where you are now.
1: Yeah. Okay, this is good. Yeah. Okay, so now to tie the, my testimony and, like, the people-pleasing aspect yes. of my life together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, like, I would feel all this, like, peace. Like, I'd be, like, every single time I pray to God, it would be, like, this peace. I was, yeah. like, period. Like, I love this. Like, I'm gonna pursue. Like, I'm gonna pursue. Right. So every... So then... When I came to Christ, or, like, when I, like, slowly, you know, started falling into him... Yes. ...and stuff, like, I've started to feel these desires of my life, like, change. So, like, I realized that I don't want to date this guy. Yeah. And, like, I love him, but I know that God has been telling me, like... It would be, like, prominent thoughts. Like, that's how God would speak to me. He would yeah. speak to me, like, with prominent thoughts. And he, could, like, he'll confirm that through, like, scripture or, like, I'll be on social media and it's, like... Break up with him, or I'll have dreams and it will be like break up with him. Yeah, it was just like so prominent, and I didn't want to because it felt like I was going against my flesh.
0: Right. If that
1: makes sense, like yes. I was like, I don't want to break up with him. Like I really care for him. Like I love him. Like I want to stay with him like forever. But then it would, it would just be like prayers being answered and being confirmed, and then my like, the thoughts just kept coming in stronger, and I was like, and I would always battle them, and I'd be like, oh, like that's not God, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. But it is though. Yeah. And so it finally got to a point where like. I asked him, like, if he, like, knew a little bit about, like, God, or if like, he was ever interested, and I never, I never wanted to, like, push something on him, but, like, when I asked him and he said no, I was like, all right, that's the end of that, that's the end of that, so then I ripped off the band-aid and broke up with him, and so then, um, obviously that hurt, like, that hurt, like, a pooper stinker, like, yes! that <laughs> hurt so bad, breakups are not easy, yeah, but with this, like, when I came to Christ and I finally, like, ripped off that band-aid, it was kind of, like, I was expecting this, like, big life change. Yeah. Which, it does happen, like, your desires do change. Like, yeah. Like, the fact that I was able to break up with him to pursue a God I cannot see, like, that's a huge thing. Yeah. That's a big thing. And, but, like, it doesn't mean that those habits, those neural pathways. Yes. You know?
0: Change. 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 Yeah.
1: Like, there's some things the beauty about like having a relationship with God is he wants to work with you to heal it. Yes. That's good. But you have to actively make that change or make that realization that like, oh, like this is a habit that I have. Yeah. And, and come to him when you have that realization so he can like and submit it to him. Yeah, a that's good. You know I mean? Yes. Yeah. And so when I was going into college, I was like, alright, like we are committed to christ like we love him like we broke up with this guy we're going to the college he's asking me to go to i didn't want to come to ou yeah you guys know that i did not want to come here but again a prayer that was clearly answered and i was like okay i broke up with my boyfriend i am going to the college that he wants me to go to that i don't even want to go to but like i'm submitted and so then going into college before i went to like council at this summer camp this christian summer camp called pine cove and they showed me community like the most beautiful not beautiful but like it was a very biblical community yes in the sense of like showing that all parts of the body are needed and loved and cared for that you need to like, you have to, you'll make mistakes, and you'll, like, have to face the consequences of those mistakes on earth. Yeah. However, there's grace for all things. Yes. At the end, and you can, and that grace allows you to learn Mm -hmm. from those mistakes. Yes. And then also just showing what dependence on people and dependence on Christ ultimately looks like. And so coming... And you if you guys know, if you've ever been to a summer camp, you know, like, the greenhouse effect mm-hmm. on, like, how that happens to you because it's, like, scheduled in. Mm-hmm. Like, you're scheduled in sharing the gospel. You have a scheduled... Like, it's scheduled in to, like, read your Bible. And then mm-hmm. it's, like, scheduled in, like, sermons or, like, encourage, words of encouragement, like, all throughout the day. It's, like, yeah. a very big greenhouse. But when you get into college, it's kind of, like, you have to go seek that out for yourself. True. And really try to find, like... Groups. Mm-hmm. and so coming from that like greenhouse I felt very they made me feel very comfortable in my own skin making me feel very comfortable like with my own quirks or like you know like understanding that I'm not a perfect person and just being able to be myself completely without any judgment or yeah. feeling like I have to be a person that I'm not and when I came to college I was hoping to like you know carry that like energy into you know, other church ministries and stuff. Yeah. But because I have this habit of being a people pleaser, like, all through, like, since, like, middle school. Right. Like, my automatic response when I get into a group is, like, saying, like, how can I fit in? Mm -hmm. Or, like, what is, like, what are these, what are the vibes of these people? Like, can I vibe with them? And then I ended up going into this one, like, building and... Mm -hmm. I, I love all the people. However, it's just all of their personalities were the same. Yeah. And very, like, neuro, neurotypical. Like, very, like, I don't want to explain it. Like,
0: by the book. By the book. Cookie cutter. Cookie
1: cutter Christian. Mm-hmm. Which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. You know, we're all different. Like, that's right. the beauty of differences. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, I felt like because there was, like, no diversity in personality and no showing of like different parts of the body or like all that stuff. It was like, okay, like in my mind because I had this habit, I was like, okay, like how can I make them like me? How can I be like them? Because I don't want to yeah. be different. Like right. my goal here is not like I want be to belong.
0: I want to Exactly. I want to be like them. I want
1: to be exactly like them. Like they're Christians, like they have the same values. Like if they're Christian, like my life looks like theirs, right? Like mm-hmm. that's my mindset. And so All throughout like my first year of college like I was trying I was trying to constantly put myself plug myself into like this group of people even though I knew that we didn't necessarily like look the same and like it just I was constantly trying to like change my personality or the way that I think or the way that I pray or the way that like I do my Bible reading so it was like instead of like trying to change like the way that I talk or like the way that I dress it's more mm-hmm. of like how I am as a Christian like how I pray or like how I worship yeah. or how I read my Bible or how I learn scripture like or how I memorize scripture yeah and like I remember them constantly like preaching like to like the masses of like how do you of like what a Christian life looks like and I would be constantly comparing like everyone else's Christian walk with mine right and i would be like oh well like everyone else, you know, like, everyone else must be talking to God, like, better than I am, because, like, I don't know what's going on tomorrow, like, apparently everyone, like, can hear God clearly, but I can't, and it was just, like, again, like, I constantly just ended up in this, like, spiral of, like, trying to please people, and they didn't even know that I was trying to please them, right, like, but I was in this, like, habit of, like, constantly changing myself to fit in to a group of people, yeah, and I just, but it's, like, I never really felt, like, all my part of, like, the body was, like, needed right. or accepted because everyone else looked the same. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. hmm But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, after that, I know that you, like, had kind of, like, a season of alone time. And so, how did having that alone time, you know, after kind of being hurt by this place because you were trying so hard to fit in and then you go through the season of alone time like what did the lord teach you then in that alone time of like what the body's supposed to look like and who you are like kind of just walk us through that alone time
1: so how because i was like constantly people pleasing it ended up leading to another state of depression yeah and anxiety yeah which is so confusing because it's like this place was preaching like oh like if you have a relationship with God, like, you're healed from, like, depression, from anxiety. Like, yeah, you like, you don't struggle. You don't, struggle. You don't yeah. struggle anymore. Like, you
0: meditate on the verses and then yeah, you're healed.
1: You meditate, you pray. Like, if you, if you struggle with mental health, it's because how I felt like it was being preached was if you struggle with mental health, then you're not praying enough. Yeah. Or you're not reading the right verses. Or you're right. not memorizing scripture. Or you're not doing enough to please God. Yeah. That's how it felt. mm mm-hmm. And so then that caused me to really question my, like, faith even more. Right. Because it's like, now I'm trying to people please, but then it's also like, now I know I'm different, because now, not only am I trying to, like, people please in, like, this, like, this area, Mm -hmm. but now, it's like, now I'm really set apart, because I'm the, it seems like, even though this might not be the case, from my perspective, it seems like no one else was suffering with mental health. Right, because no one talked about it. Because no one talked about it. Yeah. And sorry you're feeling that way what siri just popped off she was like she's like girl like breathe she's
0: like i'm sorry you're dealing with that i'm
1: sorry that you're talking about your testimony (laughs) and that it's really sad i love
0: that was so funny she knows what's up breathing it helps she's like breathe it helps
1: anyway (laughs) so i feel like when I got, like, super depressed or, like, anxious, and I talk about that casually again. Right. It's not a casual thing. Mm -hmm. It led me to just distance myself from the church. Yeah. Because it's, like, no one else was helping. Like, no one was giving me advice. They just made me feel really bad about my walk with God. Right. Even though, like, I was praying, and I was going Mm -hmm. on my knees, like, in my dorm room alone, like, listening to worship music or, you know, worshiping Him, like, through the trials. That's what, like... The relationship is about like even yeah. though you walk through the valley of like death, yeah like he's there with you and like right. you still pray and talk to him through it and it's like I was like in the valley like I was in the darkness but no one else could see that or when I would try to reach out no one else they would just be like just pray about it more or here's some Bible verses to help.
0: They wouldn't walk with you. Exactly.
1: And so then that made me feel alone. So I just ended up just stop going. Yeah. And that led me to a lot of isolation and in that isolation it sucks because it's like you're alone like you don't have people to pull you up yeah anywhere so it's like you're struggling with like i didn't want to shower like no one could tell me to shower no one knew that i wasn't showering yeah no one knew that i wasn't washing my clothes doing the basics like struggling in school like no one knew and i just like sat there like really depressed with my Bible open, just praying, talking to God, asking him, like, what the heck is going on? Like, yeah. I thought this was, I thought I was supposed to be plugged into a community. Like, I thought that, and what made me feel even worse was, like, hearing people be, like, you need to come in, like, be plugged into a community, so then that way they can, like, pour into you. But it was because, like, no one, when I was at that community, no one was pouring into me. Right. It made me feel even worse. When I was alone, well, it's like yeah. now I feel like I'm totally like lost, right? And so that was my second semester of freshman year, mm-hmm. and that led me to really like into a really like dark place, right? That like it was like I was going through that time when of COVID before I knew Christ.
0: It just felt like you were back to square one. I
1: was exactly, but this time I had God, so it's like yeah. I had this hope of like there's going to be something that good that, good that comes out mm,
0: of it. that's good. You know,
1: so it was like, even though I was in the exact same place yeah. at different times, yeah, I was still in that same darkness. The difference was I have hope that there wow. is a future. Wow. And that something good is going to come out of it. And God's mm-hmm. going to keep his promise that he's going to take care of me. Yeah. And so through this isolation, what this did was it allowed me to depend on God. To kind of just reflect of like, okay, why am I feeling this way? And how can I help, like, help myself? Yeah. And so through this, like, time of isolation, it made me realize that, oh, I am a people pleaser. Like, what are the reason why I'm in this place or why I have anxiety? Or I'm, it's because I'm putting so much pressure on myself to perform and look like a group of people that I have never even been created to be like. Like, God Mm. creates everyone. That's what I, like... Go there. I am going to go there. Like, there are different... There's one body, and each part is different. Yeah. I don't know the scripture. I'm bad at memorizing scripture, but I know for a fact that it says in that book that there are different parts of the body, and we all serve different purposes. We're not supposed to look alike. Yeah. We're We're not ever supposed to look alike. And so, when I was in this period of isolation, over the summer specifically, like, I would try to get plugged into church groups and stuff. And no one was responding back. Like, I tried my hardest to, like, get plugged in. No one was responding back to, like, put me into small groups or anything. But what I learned was, like, oh, hey, like, God was telling me throughout this whole entire, like, thing. He was, like, yo, like, I'm putting you here because I know if you were to go into, like, different small groups or get plugged into a church right now in this current state of mind that you have with the habit of people-pleasing you're going to try to fit in and look like them. Mm. But I don't want you to. Yeah. Like, I created you differently. Like, your laugh, your smile, the way that you think. I have ADHD, Mm. by the way. So, like, (laughs) the way that you think, like, that's all for a purpose. Yeah. And it's not for people's glory, it's for mine. Like, who created Mm. the people? Who created the people? Let's go. He's like, I did. And, like, if everyone Mm. else in the world was the same, we'd all be, like, born. There's no, like, because we're all the same. Yeah. But it's, like, we Mm. all serve different purposes, and he's like, right, right now, what I want you to do is I want you to take care of yourself, A, you know, take care of your body, fuel your body, because I, it's the temple of the Holy Spirit, like, yes. I'm dwelling within you, take care of it. Also, learn who you, who, learn who I created you to be. Wow. And the only way that you can learn about yourself is if you go to the Creator. Oh, and yeah, that's good. And so... If you're constantly trying to look how to be... Look and be your pure self in other people, you're never going to find that. Yeah. Because the standard of society is going to constantly be changing. People just are different. Yeah. And through this alone time, you're going to be able to just spend time with yourself and rediscover what you like to do for fun by yourself. You don't need other people to do that. What do you like to do for fun? What Um. brings you... The little small joys. Yeah. What are your What do you do? You like to bake? Do you like mm. to go on walks? Do you like dogs? Or do you like cats? Like little, right. stu- like little silly stuff like that. He mm. designed in his perfect way. And so, the more time that I spent with him, the more I realized, like, oh hey, like I love to dance in my room alone. Like, yeah. Like I love to talk to myself when I'm alone. Like I love to just like goof around and just be stupid. I love puzzles. I love coloring. Like, it's so childish, but it's like that's me though like that's who god created in me and there's nothing that's weird about it there's nothing to be ashamed about it if you have a harder time talking to people that's fine because like some people are just more sarcastic yeah and you're not gonna get everyone's sarcasm and that's right. okay don't change and try to be more sarcastic or have a, this type of sense of humor like let those people be themselves while you be yours and just live in harmony with one another yeah and just like at the end of the day, we all bring glory to God in different ways. Right. And that's completely okay. And so that's kind of what he taught me, like, Why? through that isolation. It's like, it's okay to be you. Mm-hmm. But when you shift your focus mm-hmm. from me to other people, that's when you're going to start getting back into the, to the mindset of, like, oh, hey, like, you have to perform to see mm-hmm. value. Or you have to be perform or look a certain way to be accepted. In He's like, no. Like... That's what people say about you, but this is what I say. Yeah. And it's like I created you uniquely. And yeah. I said it was good. Right. And so yeah. So that's basically what he taught me. It's that's like so good. stop people pleasing. Just be yourself. Wow. And I will use you. And like I feel like also like people pleasing distracts you from the plans that God has from you. Oh,
0: go there. That's good. Also,
1: I'm hitting this on my other on my podcast. Yes! The truth it's that sets you free. The truth that sets you free. It's like if you're constantly looking and trying to please other people, you no longer are serving the Lord. Mm. At that point, you're serving man. And I feel like mm. we constantly... I talk about this on my podcast. Yes, so go Tuesday. listen.
0: Let's go, guys.
1: It's like we confuse, as Christians, we confuse serving people and pleasing people, and we get them mixed up, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, like... Yes, Jesus served people, but he never questioned who he came from.
0: Mm. Like,
1: he served people out of the love of God. Like, he always sought out God first. Like, when he woke up in the morning, he meditated Mm. on the word. He went out into the secret place, and he sought Mm. out God first, asked for his will. And God's will is always going to come from peace and love. Yeah, true. So, it's like, through serving God, you're going to be serving other people. Mm -hmm. But when you're trying to please other people... You're not serving God because you're constantly trying to like fit into people's expectations of you yes. instead of trying to walk out the will of the Father. Wow! The will of God. Oh my goodness! You see what I'm saying? Yes. And so with this is what I've I've always questioned this verse. I don't know why, but it says the two greatest commandments. It's like love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The second, which is equally as great, yeah. is love your neighbor as yourself. And so I constantly I feel like because I was like constantly a people pleaser, I always focused on like loving my neighbor. Like loving my neighbor. Like constantly. Like I gotta love him, I gotta serve him. Like that's what God's will for them is. Like yeah. will for me is to serve my neighbors and like all of that stuff, which is true. However, I forgot that as is a comparison word, and you can flip them. Love yourself as your neighbor. And so oh. I never like I feel like that might challenge some people, but it's, like, I never thought of to love myself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, there's a difference between loving your flesh, but loving who you're created to be. Ooh. If that makes sense. Yeah,
0: that's good. And it's,
1: like, I'm I'm not going to love myself in the sense of, you know, like, buying things or doing things for me because, like, I want to love myself. Or, like... You know, by being selfish and being like, no, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to do these things because I don't want to do it. That's not that's 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 obeying my flesh at that yeah. point. But loving yourself is hello. <laughs> loving yourself is being able to, you know, know that you have value in Christ and have value because God created you to be, yeah. And understand that you are worthy of that love. Yeah. And that you have grace because someone was sent to die for you and that's not a flesh thing that's like a soul thing yeah it's like you are loved by God and because God loves you I can love you and it's like God died for me he loves me so that means I can love me I can love I can love the way that I've been my the way that I can dance I love the way I can love the way that like I laugh at like you know silly memes on Instagram like I can laugh and love those things about myself and in turn because I have this like because I know I know for a fact that I'm loved by God and I love the fact and I love the same things that God loves about me then in turn it makes my quality of loving other people even better because it's like my friend she would always say this like when I like last year because I ended up in the hospital due to my mental health yeah but she would always be like you can't love other you can't love other people until you love yourself. And I it always challenged me and I was like, this makes some sense. Like, no, like that's not what God says. Yeah. But when I really thought about it and it's like Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love yourself as your neighbor. And it's not talking about your flesh. It's not talking about like, oh, like, you know, ignore your friends so you can like just be with yourself and like right. do the things that your flesh wants to do. Yeah. It's more of just appreciating like the way that your body is, or appreciating just, like, your personality, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so, in turn, like, because I'm able to do that, and I reflected off of that a lot this summer, like, I know who I am in God, and I have an identity in Christ, and Mm -hmm. I love that identity. Yeah. It makes loving people a lot easier because I'm able to be myself around them and make them feel comfortable about them being themselves. Yeah. Instead of, like, you know, trying to fit in constantly wow so yeah that's how I kind of view that that was so good (laughs) yeah sorry guys no don't
0: apologize I'm mind blown too so and I like hate Mm. to like end it kind of quick but Anchor only lets me have, like, a certain amount of time on here. I would literally, like, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you just, like, did a little takeover on Solidale Gloria. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> no, you're good. So shout out, like, your Instagram and your podcast and plug all the things so people can go find you and listen to your stuff. Oh, yes. So um, um,
1: I also have a podcast. Yeah, she me, does. Me and Gracie bonded over that. <laughs> um, but it's called The Truth That Sets A Free Podcast. It is also on Anchor and Spotify. So you can go ahead mm-hmm. and search that up. But I also have an Instagram. It's called mm-hmm. at the truth that sets a free podcast. And it's kind of just a space where, like, I just keep it really simple and keep scri- scripture the way that, like, I learn it. Yeah. And, like, just lessons that the way that I learn it to hopefully, like, reach more people that are, that think like me. Yeah. And just need that, like, friend. Um, but, yeah, you can go ahead and follow it. And then my main is at Brianna Hernandez. <laughs> so it's going to be, like... Brianna Hernandez, but two E's at the end before Z. So yeah. There you
0: go. Yes, I'm so glad you're here. Okay, two quick questions though. Just to kind of like close out the podcast. What is the best piece of advice you've been given? And then what's the best piece of advice you can give to listeners? And this can be like funny, practical, deep spiritual, like pop it off, pop your head.
1: Um okay, Mm -hmm. so the first one's gonna be serious. Yeah, this is the best piece of advice that I've been given. And it was by my dad. And this was last yeah. year Yeah, when... Literally, like, when I started to isolate and, like, yeah. get into my depressive episode part two. Um, he said, growth and comfort cannot coexist. Ooh. So it's, like, don't be afraid to be uncomfortable because it's going to grow you. And I didn't want to isolate, and I did not want to be alone. Like, I hate... Like, I was a people pleaser. Like, yeah. I wanted to be people. Yeah. Like, I hated being alone. But it's, like, I grew so much... From that alone time. Yeah. And being alone. And it's like, God was so intentional with that. And he's like, you can't grow where you're comfortable in. Because it's like, you've been doing it. You can only grow in the places that you're uncomfortable. So that was the... That's so good. So yeah. The second one is to give to my viewers. Not my viewers. (laughs) Your viewers. Our viewers. Our viewers. (laughs) Is learn to take care of yourself. In a God honoring way. Oh, that's good. If that means spending time alone with him, and just like really know how to explain this, like just I forgot what I said. I no, <laughs> wait, you're good. Like, wait. What
0: I took from that is mm-hmm. like, if you need to remove yourself yeah. from situations, do it. Oh, if yes. you need to get into a, a different church, do it. Mm-hmm. Like.
1: You're not always going to... Like, you can't... Mm. Oh, this is what I was going to say. You can't try to place yourself in a situation. Mm. Like, you have to let God give you that place. Mm. And sometimes people aren't going to appreciate you. And that's okay. You can still love them. Like, you don't have to hate them Mm. at all. You just be like, you know what? That's okay. This is for other people. But I need to find a place that accepts Mm. me for being me. Yeah. If that makes sense. So... Don't try to plug yourself into a ministry or group of people, and try to fit in. Try to find places where you can be accepted for who you are. Where God's placing you. Where God is placing you. That is so good. So yeah.
0: That is a great piece of advice that I'm gonna hold on to personally. Like,
1: learn to take care of yourself in a
0: God honoring way.
1: Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah.
0: Thank you, Ree, for coming on this podcast. We love you guys so much. Please reach out to both of us yes. on either our mains or Instagrams. My main is at Grace underscore Woody. And the Sully Deo Gloria podcast is at podcast. And we would love to walk through this life with you guys. Just be your friend. Go get coffee. Answer your questions. Whatever you may have. Please reach out to us. That's a word. Yeah. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.